Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. All things covered. Yours truly, Patrick Peterson. Pat Pete is what they call him. And you, yes, I am the living legend. I'm just joking. I'm B Mac. Brian McFadden <laughs> here. Got another outstanding show for you guys. Steeler Nation stand up. Football fans stand up. Oh, man. The time is now. Christmas is just around the corner. We're finishing up the preseason. And that's what we will be talking about on this episode. We're going to recap. Week two of the preseason in the National Football League, Pittsburgh home opener, to say the least, in the preseason, home against the Buffalo Bills, took care of their business easily, may I add, easily. Pat P., the starters were out there running around a little bit, getting the sweat going. We definitely got to tap in with Pat P. to see how that opportunity was for him being a Pittsburgh Steeler. And also, too, we got to keep it real and got to continue to promote. If you're checking us out for the very, very first time, thank you. Thank you so much for giving us your eyes and your ears. Uh, but make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on your preferred podcast platform. And most importantly, tell a friend to tell a friend. Before we get into our show, Pat P, yes, it's oh, that goodness. time. It's time to vote, my guy. Everybody, make sure you got to vote. People's Choice Podcast <laughs> Awards. We're still up for the ultimate award we want to thank everyone for helping us to become a finalist yes we are we are finalists currently in the people's choice podcast awards here's how you can continue to help us listen carefully if you voted for us the last round check your email to see if you were selected to vote in the final stages and cast your vote for all things covered in the best black hosted podcast category thank you for the love and support and like I said, if you voted for us the very first time, they might have sent you another email to vote for us in the final stages. That's what we need to go ahead and make this thing a, a, a an accomplishment for us. But just sure. being nominated is already a big time plus, Pat. People, we want to bring home the, we want to bring home the championship. It's not the sticky Lombardi. Not about it. the championship. Yeah, it's kind of like the sticky Lombardi in regards to our platform. So this could be a nice appetizer if Pat P can bring home this award and then in February bring home another award. That'd be big. That's a heck of a year. That would be a heck of a year. Let's see what happens. Hey, Pat P, so our last episode for our listeners and our viewers that didn't get a chance to check out the last episode, it's in our feed. You know, I asked Pat a question in regards to a statement Ryan Clark, my former teammate, former LSU alum as well, stated about 
Justin Jefferson and George Pickens. If you didn't hear exactly what Ryan Clark said, he said he believes George Pickens is more talented than Justin Jefferson. And we talked about that on the last episode. And because our fans, they love to participate so much, Pat P. You know what we got? Yep. We got some fan response. <laughs> of course yes. we did. Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, so check this out. For all the fan love, you know, we love to include you guys in our shows, and that's what we will do with this particular topic. All right? So this fan at Go Zaga, I hope I said your name the right way. As a Steeler fan, this is a huge reach. They both talented. Don't get it messed up. But come on now, Justin Jefferson, statistically, he's a goat. All right. Mm-hmm. At, oh, I don't know if I can say this one. At Arna, Arnavaj, Hot Herbert, I584. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I butchered it. I apologize. But they stated talent doesn't mean production. I think George is more talented, but JJ is way better right now. There's a difference. At Bones Flip, there are two different types of wide receivers. Justin Jefferson is more of a route runner. GP more like a combat catcher. I feel like RC means GP is more physically gifted than Justin Jefferson. All right. I mean. I kind of said as well. Yeah, I can see see where he's going with that. Uh, At Sherelle's six seven one seven the amount of delusion coming from Steeler fans is crazy first of all Steeler fans are not delusional all right let's get that straight <laughs> at side show Jordan JJ is better all around is a better all around wide receiver but I will say GP has have he's had he he has the best hands in the league and then at Souls Lemon Pickens has the talent to surpass JJ but hasn't done it yet I mean ooh we gotta wait and see we gotta wait yeah. and see but uh, I, I think the biggest thing in regards to both wide receivers, one guy solidified. He is yeah. definitely solidified in who he is I as a wide receiver. When you talk about ranking wide receivers right now, Justin Jefferson will probably be more than 90% voted number one. Yeah. I think. I think I think yeah. I think that's the case. And deserving so I, I, yeah, I think I think it's safe to say that for sure. But, you know, to those comments, it's kind of like what I said, like, it's hard, like, both of those guys are talented. Like, it's hard to say, you know, who has the more the more talent because they both do something differently very well. You know what I mean? So, um, Justin is definitely, you know, a, a very, very crafty and an amazing route runner, probably one of the better ones I've been around for sure. Not probably he is one of the better ones I've been around for sure. And you know, like uh who t- who who talked about, about the hands? I can't remember who. Bones uh, had, flips. Yeah, bones flips. Yeah, bones flips. Like he talked about the hands, just like GP is just gonna catch everything. You know, GP is just gonna make those miraculous, you know, uh big time catches. You know, what I mean you won't. Not necessarily saying Justin can't do that. You just won't see that because the separation that Justin is able to create in his route running and, and getting open and all the different positions that Justin played because Justin just don't line up as an X receiver. He's at the X, he's at the Z, he's Heck, he's in the backfield, backfield he's in the yeah. slot. So they use him in so many different ways to where that his numbers are definitely are, are going to be much different. 
I mean, I remember when Kevin O'Connell became the head coach for the Vikings, I was extremely excited because I knew offensively the what we saw with Cooper Cup, we would yeah. have seen with Justin Jefferson. 100%. Same remember that Super Bowl run when Kevin O'Connell was, you know, part of their offense, the way they utilized Cooper Cup in so many different ways. Yeah. And even was. though uh, rookie Justin's rookie year was phenomenal, you right. just felt like it would go up. It would increase yeah. in regards to production because they were using yeah, it. Yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that, that became a thing. That's what we actually witnessed a year ago. So I think in regards to creativity, there lies a big difference in both right. wide receivers and mm-hmm. the, the offense they're in right. and how they're being utilized in that offense. But yeah. right now, Justin Jefferson is the wide receiver everybody is chasing. Oh, no, no, no. That's safe to say. I think yeah. I, I think if you have a sound eye and you watch the game with no bias uh, attached, Justin Jefferson is that guy. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't no if and buts about it. No question, no question. <laughs> but but I could tell you this much: I mean, George Pickens has an opportunity to really open a lot of eyes this year. He really do. He will. He really he, do. He, 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 really he do. will. When it's all said and done. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best the Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. At P, week two preseason recap mm-hmm. is here, my guy. First yes, and foremost, man, how did it feel to finally have on your... The game uniform. I don't know if they got it altered and, and tapered the way it will be on in the regulars. Matter of fact, you gotta tell Pat. Hold on, hold on. What you gotta tell Pat in the equipment room, man. You gotta tell Pat to give you that small cut. See what they used to do when I was there, they would cut it extremely high so my shoulders would be out to make my arms look bigger. And then uh. they have it super tight down here by my stomach and my core area and be short. Then you know you got your undershirt hanging out. You feel me? You gotta tell you gotta you gotta tell them to give you that 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 shoulder cut, man, Pat P. They give you that shoulder cut, that thing all the way up here. Then wide receivers can't really grab your jersey. But for uh-huh. me, it was about the look. I want my half of my shoulder out so my arms can be short. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I want. Well, Especially when it get cold outside, I put that oil on my arms. Yeah, man, you can't do that no more. But anyway, huh? um, you can't. Yeah, do that. you can't put the oil on. You can't put no grease. You can't put no Vaseline. No, you don't supposed to at least. Good. But anyway, yep. What you got? I mean, I got I got my cuts on my jerseys, man. You got your cut? I, got, I don't have the high how you had, like you said, your arms all out and stuff like that. But I got a high cut. You see, you see that right there? Yeah. It's be cut. They cut it and then they're tight. We had the string to make it tight, tight. Cause you know when wide receivers yeah. get they try to grab you. Yeah, man. It's old. It's this. It's, it's 2023, Matt. We ain't got we ain't got no strings, man. You know they come with the elastic bands. They you know they cut it. They it come how. How you, but the strings, may I, I was able to adjust it. That's what I, you know, I could just. Gee, gee, gee. But you're right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's a different era. I fall back. I fall back. But it, yeah, how, how you felt? How you felt? You look good out there. The uniform fits you good. You, you feel man, me? But felt, how was it? It felt great. It felt great to be uh, finally back in a uniform. Um, you know, just because you know you love the game so much, you work out you know, for those six, seven uh, months or whatever it is to get back to this stage, it always feel great to, um, to put the uniform on because I wasn't able to do that in the first 
um, preseason game, but to do it in the, in the, uh, in front of our fans for the first time um, for this 2023 season, it felt great, you know, so um, I can't wait to see uh, many more great turnouts because it was just a preseason and they, and they came out there uh, and made, uh-huh. um, a lot of noise for the defense. And when Renegade came on, I got my They played first. Renegade in the preseason? Oh yeah. Really? No, yeah. Nah. They supposed to hold that. They don't. They don't just hold that. Don't give no, me the man, reason. I, I, I need. I need to feel it, no. man. I need. I need to feel yeah, it, man. man. Renegade yeah, so. is for special ball games. It hits different every time, but at night, when it's at well, night, what, what Coach Thomas said. Every time we step on the field, we trying to win. Yeah. So doggone it was a it was a, a a game that was that was that was on the schedule for us, and we wanted to win, so we brought out and Renegade. Okay. Hey, hey, Pat P, has Mike Tomlin hit you with that Tomlinism when he, he mentions it's a five-star matchup because we in it? Has he said that yet? Not yet, not yet. I'll probably, I'll probably hear that one hey. uh, Monday Night Football. And 08, and 08, boy, he said that thing almost every week. Man, it's a five-star oh, yeah. matchup because we in it. It's not about who we playing. It's because the Steelers in it. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. But, hey, man, I, I was happy to see you out there, the rest of the starters. Um, what was your reaction, man? Joey Porter Jr. finally got an opportunity to play, look real good. First game action, first interception, man. Cover two did a great job in rerouting the wide receiver. Um, pushed him out of bounds, basically, which was right. great, great. You know, rerouting the wide receiver, pushing him out of bounds, and then just locating the football. And that was one of the bigger knocks on Joey Porter Jr. coming out of Penn State, the lack of interceptions. You know, people questioned his ball skills and things like that. But just showcasing that in his first game action had to be huge for him. And then, of course, you being hands-on and in the mentorship with him thus far, man, what was your reaction? Man, I was extremely happy for Joy because, you know, he missed some time due to injury and uh, in training camp, wasn't able to play in the first preseason game. But I, I'll never forget this. Um, before the game, I just told him, man, you don't have to go out there and do anything spectacular, man. Just go out there, be where you're supposed to be, protect your leverage, and the plays will come to you. And literally, that play came exactly, um, exactly to him. You know, so that's just the biggest thing with the with the with these young guys, just helping them understand that you don't have to do anything outside of your realm, outside of what you more than what you are asked to do just do your job do your job at a very very high level and um once he understood that i told him go out there have fun play fast and that and the rest the rest was history you know there yeah there's some things that we want to clean up everybody you know clean myself you know so um that's why you have an opportunity to go back and watch the film um as we did um today and, and be able to uh, clean up those um, those mistakes and be able to move forward. And hopefully those don't show up in the next ball game. But I'm um, extremely happy that he was able to take some success um, early because I feel like that's very, very huge. Not saying that's a make or break, but when young guys get a taste of that success early, they, 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 get, they get starving for more, you know, and I want him to always have that hunger. Yeah. And one thing about interceptions, me and you, we talk about this all the time. They come in bunches. And the good thing about Steelers so far in preseason, you got to pick week one against the Buccaneers. You got three this past week uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Elijah Riley and Chandon Sullivan, your former teammate with the Minnesota Vikings, also has big time interceptions. What can what could what both of those individuals, man, what could they what could they contribute to the defense? 
Man, both of those guys can be uh, some guys that we can count on um, throughout the season. You know, I know Sully is a a guy that that, that kind of has um, um, the knack, you know, for the nickel position. But Eli's coming along along very very strong. Um, he's a, he's kind of like that Swiss blade. You know, you can kind of put him in a bunch of different positions. Um, special teams, uh, Cal Bell, Cal uh, for sure. So he's one of those guys that. He makes it hard, you know, on the head coach and the general manager and, and the guys to to let go, you know. So um, if he continue to put continue to put great things on tape, it's going to be hard for him, you know, for for Omar and Coach Tomlin to to let that type of talent, you know, just walk. And like I said, with Sully, with Sully, you know, he's been on you know multiple teams and played some solid ball, you know, for mm. those. Teams. So he's the guy that you can count on that has great experience. And that uh, you can rely on the inside uh, position of the defense. So I'm looking for for both of those that both of those guys to contribute uh, to this long, long season that's ahead of us. Yeah, and I remember during the end of the draft when the draft was finally completed, you stated in one of our episodes that you felt like Darnell Washington could be the steal of the draft for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But watching preseason action, being on the grass with the guys, are you ready to call Nick Herbig? I know this team in the draft, boy. Man, yeah, yeah. Let, let, Old let's Nick talk about go it. crazy when he get on the grass. I tell you that much. Let's and talk I, about I was, it. Yeah, I was able to see it. You know, for you know, since spring. You know, I was like, man, I can't. I, I, I want to see what this looked like when he got the pads on. Uh, nothing changed. <laughs> nothing boy. changed. I'm, I'm happy to see um, his growth as well because if you look at it, he only really played less than 40 snaps in two games and the production that he has is Man, unbelievable. He's putting hot tape out there. That's hot no tape. No about it. No, that's very Man, That's tape, hot tape. Yeah, you know, but, you know, he's going to eventually have some growing pains and that we all have. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles that, you know, because um, right now he, 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 he he's on a um, hot iron right now. He's, he's oh. definitely one of those guys that you want to keep a hat on for sure when he's on the field. Boy, he just he just got the instincts as of a pass rusher. Clearly, yeah, every, it's everything noticeable. About, everything and, and just the unique athleticism one a pass rusher has to have to be effective. He has it. It's just like it's a natural. It's yes. like he he's been born to rush the passer. Man, like he when he it. bent that corner, man, on that right tackle, that bit. And he can do it from both sides. Either side, no question. That Ben, oh my yeah. goodness, man, that's poor. You ben. can't, you can't coach that. You got good hands. Oh man, step. Um, man, he got moves too, Mac. Yeah, he, 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 he played a run. He, 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 listen, listen, man, listen. This he could be the steal of the draft. You know what I mean? And we, and yeah. that's, and that's, and think about this. Look at all the guys. We we just talked about Joey Porter Jr. Uh, yeah. We haven't even really mentioned Broderick Jones yet because, you know, he's on the offensive line. But yeah. Darnell Wash, man, listen, Benton, remember Benton has some highlights in the first yes. uh, preseason game. So that there lies the first telling sign of a team that could really do some things. When you're young draft picks, when you see flashes now, like it's instant, like it, it, you're not waiting, like you're not waiting to put the meat in the crock pot. You know, the crock pot takes longer. It has to simmer. It's a process. It can be overnight sometimes. But when you put that thing in the microwave, it happens fast. 
And when you see a rookie showcase what they can do instantly, you got to be excited because that adds depth. That adds depth. And at some point in time, you're going to need those young guys. You're going you're gonna to need those young guys. It happens. Heck, my rookie year, they needed me. At, at, they needed me. I had to deliver. You know what I mean? So, and, and your rookie year as well. So when you got rookies that come in and you see flashes like, Whoo! when you when y'all boys be watching that tape, you be like, oh, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm talking about. You Because you oh, think yeah. like, that's a veteran-like type impact. Right, exactly. He and he and he's showing that very, very early. So, and like you talked about as well, to be dominant. You, I mean, you haven't talked about it in this conversation, but to have a successful defense and be as good as you want to be and go as mm-hmm. deep as you want to go in the playoff, you gotta have a rotation up front. You gotta you have got a rotation to. up front. You got to. And 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 oh oh oh, Nikki. Nicky gonna find himself in that rotation because you yeah. talk about the top three guys with Golden, Watt, and Highsmith. Oh, oh, Nicky gonna find himself with a hat. I agree. Oh, oh, oh boy, boy, boy! I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. Another thing that I'm loving what I'm seeing is old Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Kenny Pickett is playing with a lot of confidence right now. Yes, that is a, lot, a ton of confidence. Oh, that touchdown he threw to Pat, Pat P. Most people might look at it as like, oh yeah, that's a good throw, but where he placed the ball. Mm-hmm. For Pat, like yeah, behind that, the backer, yes, right, yeah. but that, put that, it right where because it was another defender coming the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Was, I think it was like in a cover two, if I'm not mistaken. It was a cover two, so you had a yeah. middle runner, which was the backer, and the other yeah. half safety converging on the play yes. as well. Man, yep. that's a big, that's a big lead throw. Yes, hundred percent. I when I saw it on t- uh, on, on on tape this morning, I was like, ooh, that's great. Great, great ball placement. Oh, you know, man. Because he, he put it only where his guy can make a catch on it. He put it right behind the middle runner's ear to where the safeties, both high safeties, wasn't able to converge on uh, on Pat and make a collision to to try to draw that ball loose. Out. Now, I mean, man. that was just unbelievable. Like you said, he's playing with a ton of confidence. A lot of confidence. Right now, yeah. That you need as a quarterback. And like we talked about last episode, He's playing with that confidence that he left off with last year. Mm, yeah. And, and, and he just looks different in his uniform. When he's on a football field, he looks like he's a guy who is sh- he's, he he's very, very sure of himself. He got the keys. He got the keys. He got the keys. He can put the gas in the car when he wants. He can change the oil when he wants. No you know way. I mean? change, change the radio, turn, whatever, <laughs> listen, whatever he wants to listen to. And I'm okay with whatever his music selection is because I'm loving what I'm hearing right now, man. So, yes, man, I, it, it's a lot to be excited for. For and I know for Steeler fans, Pat, you were not a part of the team a year ago. But for the Steeler fans that are listening to us and watching us, I think they would agree with me in regards to the feeling for this team compared to the feeling for the team a year ago at this very point in the season. There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties, you know, with the team in 2022 going into 2022. But this year's team. Oh man, you you feel real good about what's going on, and the most important thing, nobody nobody's really talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers like that in totality. They're talking about a few guys here or there, but ain't nobody really talking about what the Steelers could do. You know what I mean? So I I, I love where you guys are and just the steps forward. And before we go to break, I cannot uh, allow us to go to break without talking about two things: the Jalen Warren touchdown. The offensive line play during that snap. 
was flawless. That's number one. Number two, Jalen Warren is a guy who's just a football player that happens to play running back. But he surprised the heck out of me because I didn't know he had that breakaway speed. Like, I know he had speed. I know he had quickness and power. I didn't know he had that kind of speed that can kind of make you lose sight of where he is. And Poirier had had an angle on him. Right. He ran away. He ran away from Poirier. I was like, whoa. Like, it's one thing, Pat. You know, you played the game a long time. It's one thing to play against a running back that can turn a five-yard gain into a 20-yard gain, and we tackle him. But it's another thing to play against a running back that can turn a five-yard gain into a 50, 60-yard touchdown. That's different. No doubt about it. That's different. And Coach coach wanted some home run hitters and some home run plays like that, and he got it. And we saw that all camp, you know, especially when we had an opportunity to put the pass on. Because, you know, as running backs, you really can't tell or really can't see when we, you know, spring ball, OTAs, mm-hmm. and uh, the beginning of the training camp, because no one can really hit them. Or you, re- I mean, you see their movements, but you can't really tell if they can break a tackle. Obviously, we know they can break tackles because they yep. wouldn't be here. But to see what uh, what Jalen and Ant Mac and what the, what the young guys been able to do, um, it's been, been 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 pretty cool, man. To see, like you said, to see. Thank you. To see that eight, that five-yard run go for oh. 62, oh. That, was, uh, that was very, very explosive. I'm surprised. For I'm him surprised. To have that statue of body, it looked like Maurice Jones, Jones Drew. A little bit, yeah. Have that yeah. statue of yeah. body and, like you said, be able to have that breakaway speed and be able to to uh, to make that, uh, that normal run play turn into a home run play, that yeah. was big. That's that's dangerous. That's dangerous, man. Because like I said, we want to live the fight another day. Somebody get him down. Oh, we not. He can break it, but we're not worried about him taking it to the house. Right. You know what I mean. But when you have those backs, that listen, if they get through that gap untouched, he's he ready to strike his head in the goalpost. We don't want no tight backs, Pat P. No, you don't want no. I'm scared of them back. <laughs> Boy, yo, the Lafred Taylor of the world. You talk Maurice Jones, Drew, man, and Ladanian Tomlinson, and all of yes, that. Chris Johnson. Oh, no, no, that was different. That's a different speed right there. So, you know, he, yeah. you know, he's in a whole nother stratosphere when it comes to speed. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no question. It's a wrap. But hey, man, Jalen Warren, man, he, he, he's a, like I said, he's a football player that happens to, to play uh, the running back position. He does everything full speed. Another added dimension to our offense when you talk about depth at the running back position. So great job by Jalen Warren. But like I said, boy, the offensive line play, if you want to see how it's supposed to be done, Look at the blocking on that play. If they could just give us that 60% of the time in ball games, we're going to be okay. I agree. We're going to be okay. We need 100% of the time, but I, I take 60 is – that's the bare minimum. We need 100%. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, we've got 100%. You are – you know, we're going to be at the promised land, man, where we're supposed yeah, to be. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're trying to be, damn it. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, hey, Pat P, we're about to go to break. When we come back, it's award time. You got your awards ready? Yes, sir. Let's get it. I'm ready. All right. We back. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Back from break. 
Every episode during the preseason, during training camp, we decided to present awards for guys that have just been leaving it all out on the line, doing it in the right way, practices or in-game activities. So it's camp award time. Pat P, you have your foot on the ground there in P8. Yep. Practices, game action, offensive standout of the week is? I'm going to go Jalen Warren. Facts. Um, yeah, just because I've seen him, you know, put together su- such great productivity and practice training camp. And to see it all come into fruition form, uh, it was it was amazing to uh, to see. Mm. So I'm gonna go offense, Jalen Warren. Defense, defensive standout of the week. Man, I'm gonna go the entire defense just because everybody had a hand in the pot. I know we talked about Joey getting his first, not his first career pick. I mean, it count, but it don't count. Yeah, but he got his hands on the uh, on Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli made a big play. My guy Sully made a big play. Uh, yeah, Riley. Nick had a, a couple. I think he maybe I know he had a sack for sure, but he had a forced fumble. Yes, sir. Um, you know, so everybody defense run defense was pretty solid. Did a pretty good job of keeping the the long ball um, uh, uh, off the defense and, and also off tape. Oh, Daddy, I'm almost there. So I go with the entire defense being the standout of the week that's fair last award to give out moment of the week moment of the week i'm gonna go i know this guy was named offensive standout last week but i'm gonna go with calvin again with the punt return i know he didn't score Austin. yeah but i said this last week special teams i'm looking for special teams to make big splash plays and Miles made a uh, had a tip on the um uh on the field goal. I'm sorry, on the um on, on the punt team. Punt the punt team uh, on the block team on the punt block team. Then you had Calvin having mm-hmm. a big return on the punt return team. So the things that you actually that I wanted to see coming into this game, those guys were able to make it happen on special teams. And the thing I like about this discussion, what technically the entire episode. We're highlighting first and second year players. We've been talking about first and second year players. You know what I mean? And that's how it's supposed to be because those are the guys that are getting uh, the the uh, the opportunities in the preseason, but they're shining with the opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Jalen Warren, if I'm not mistaken, he's a second year guy. Uh, clearly, Calvin Austin, kind of like a rookie because he didn't play last year because of the injury. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, 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 the future is bright for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... Awards given out, offensive standouts, Jalen Warren, defense, the entire defense, moment of the week, special team guys, man, uh, led by the great Calvin Austin, man, who is, he he like squirrel quick. He squirrel yeah. quick and I blink fast. You know, you yeah, blink your eyes, man, that's a fast thing, boy. He, oh, oh boy. <laughs> you better be, that's, we talked about that, that, that fear factor. He has yeah, with them I mean, wheels he got, so yeah, he's, can't wait that, to continue to see him that, develop. That speed, people going to definitely fear for sure. No question. You better understand when he in the game, boy, you better get ready to get deep. (laughs) Get deep. Pat, before we let you go, there is one final preseason game, week three preseason preview. Steelers at the Falcons. I think I'm going to go to that game, Pat P. I'm going to come to the game. I'm going to come to the game. I'm going to come to the hotel, break bread. Well, I know y'all not. The starters ain't playing, but I'm going to come to the game. This will be my first time. 
I usually don't go to ball games, but I'm gonna bring the I'm gonna bring the kids to the game. I'm trying to think. Oh, by the way, we was playing. I played Madden, the new Madden, with my son, and uh, you picked him off. You picked him off. Yeah, I had the Steelers. He had uh, uh dang it, who he had? Minnesota. I'm assuming. No, he had Minnesota. Who he had? I forgot. No, he had Minnesota. He had, I can't remember, but I had the Steelers and yeah, you picked them off. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel bad when I beat my son in Madden, but then I don't feel bad. I just don't want to lose. So I just, I just be whooping them. And then I heard his confidence. He don't like playing me because he know he always lose, but it's a tough spot to be in, by the way. But yeah, go practice. No, no question. No question. Steelers at the Falcons, man. What do you expect? Do you expect to see anything different uh, from the first two preseason games going into the third preseason game? And what's for you being a vet? What what is the most important thing for this final preseason game? Um, what I'm looking for is obviously first finishing up the preseason strong. Everybody, you know, knock on wood, come out healthy, so we can go into this this regular season with all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, um, I probably say seeing guys who are going to be on the schedule, especially I mean on the roster, especially especially the young guys, how are you getting adapted to the short weeks? How are you, what are, how are you going to find your way? Because now we got, like Coach talked about, we got two Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. And this technically, you know, is one, well, one of the three, but it's like a preseason of practice for how you should go about your business leading to um, a Thursday night game. So mm-hmm. seeing how guys are able to adjust on a short week, um, looking forward to, to that. And lastly, um, whenever the guys, the young guys get their opportunity, just go out there and let it, let it all hang out, man. Because yeah. I mean, we all know this is a very, very rough business, but we also know that it's only 53 guys that's going to be on the roster. So when you do have your opportunity to go out there you know, and put some good tape on, uh, good, uh, you know, good product on tape, you know, make sure 31 other teams going to want to buy that at, at the Apple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, the young guys going out there, flying around, having fun, enjoying themselves and uh, putting their best tape on tape. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm OK. I don't want to see no starter. I don't want to see no starter on offense, defense. Uh, this is a game that should be devoted to the young guys, like you stated. And it, it's kind of already kind of set in place. You know, you kind of the, the the decision makers, I'll say this, kind of already know who's going to make the team mm. going into the final preseason game. It's kind of already locked and loaded. Now it's about getting ready for San Francisco. You know yeah. what I mean? So I would imagine a lot of older guys will start probably watching some tape uh, on the 49ers. Uh, and by the way, Brock Purdy, barring any injury, I think he is going to be the quarterback you guys will see uh, week one. But until then, you got to get ready for the final preseason games and see what happens with the rest of the young guys that we've highlighted. So road game, you will be having Popeye's. Matter of fact, did you go to Popeye's last week? Did you go by the Popeye's? Yeah, I went to Popeye's, but the break I had, they wasn't open. So Mm. they opened at 11. And I went there around like 10.45 when we got out of our mock game. So you went to the one on the south side by the facility? Yeah, I went to the one right there by the facility, right when you cross over the bridge from the hotel. Yeah, yep. I left. Yeah, by the uh, 
what is that like a Sally's? I forget what grocery store I saw right there. But yeah, so they wasn't. Get, open so they yet. were they weren't I open was yet. Highly upset that they wasn't open yet. Okay, so they so we don't even know if they had a tropical sprite for you. Nope, but I did go. I attempted. Okay, so you're going to try to attempt to go again this week. Uh, Wednesday, yes. Popeyes. So we travel Wednesday, and they go. They're going to be open when I get there this time because we don't leave until like three o'clock. So okay, okay, all right. Well, Popeyes on the south side is that? Yeah, south side. That's south side. Yeah. If y'all watching and hearing us, man, Pat P will be coming Wednesday midday. Uh, he, if you can have him a, a tropical sprite, I'm pretty sure Pat P might sign quite a few things in the store for y'all in the restaurant. Yeah, man. If you can nice get him a tropical guy. sprite, if y'all can have him, if you can get him a tropical sprite from the nearest gas station, y'all want to get something signed from a legend? I think Pat P will sign it. I will do that, Mac. Popeyes. Shots out to Popeyes, by the way, once again. That's a free plug also, so, you know, we don't mind. Pat P. Yeah. I'll see you. I'll see you on, on, on Wednesday, on Thursday as well. Uh, yes, sir. Finish the preseason on a good note. And, man, after that. Let's, get, go. let's get it. The road to Vegas in February Vegas. starts. It's September, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Thank you once again oh for God. checking us out. All things covered. Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden. Y'all know how we rock and roll. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next time, see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.